Looking for an in-depth, crazy, wild ride of a story? And need a good recommendation for a new book to indulge yourself with? Look no further than Crazy Is As Crazy Does. The Life of a Serial Killer by John H. Mudgett. A tensely clever, first-person psychological thriller that deep dives into the world of an experienced serial killer. The ebook is available for purchase via Amazon and is free for Kindle Unlimited readers. It is a graphic tale, as its cover suggests. In the story, the fictional protagonist, John Goodman, is an amalgam of human predation and darkness, carefully stitched from the ragged treads of multiple serial killers and mass murderers' lives. But though he is fictional, the circumstances of Goodman's dark life firmly rooted in historical characters and events. Crazy Is As Crazy Does begins in 1955 and follows John as he evolves from a timid and disorganized criminal into a powerful mastermind of deception and intimidation. The story takes readers on a journey through the 75-year-old killer's life, ending shortly after the capture of the Golden State Killer in 2018. But, like all unreliable narrators, readers are forced to grapple with an important question. Can they actually separate fact from Goodman's twisted fiction. Readers quickly discover that the real horror unfolding is twofold, the murderous activities described by Goodman himself and the twisted transformations of those around him, culminating in a shocking, high-stakes ending. So give this enthralling book a look by clicking the links below and see how deep the darkness goes. Does it make you want to hate murder, or does it make you want to do murder? Let's explore the darkness of mankind, one crime at a time. Welcome back to Rogue Darkness, the podcast that uncovers how the misinterpretations and misinformation surrounding witchcraft, the occult, and other beliefs have led many to do unthinkable crimes. From ritualistic killings and the demons that live in all of us, to exploration of the macabre and delving deep into the unknown, let's explore the darkness of mankind, one crime at a time. I'm your host of the Grim and Gruesome, Raven. Let's go rogue and get right into today's chilling crime. The gruesome and still unsolved case of the brutal massacre of the Evangelist family of 1929. On the night of July 3rd, 1929, Benny Evangelist, a known mystic and proclaimed healer, along with his wife and four children, were found brutally murdered by an axe in their home located on St. Aubin and Mac in Detroit, Michigan. It was reported that his wife and children had been bludgeoned while they slept in their beds, their heads crushed, while Benny Evangelist had been attacked in his study his head nearly decapitated from his body. The grisly scene would soon give rise to mass panic and widespread fear among the locals, especially those who knew Benny Evangelist personally. But let's start off from the very beginning. A 19-year-old immigrant from Italy named Benjamin Evangelista arrived to the U.S. in 1904 in hopes of living the American dream he proceeded to change his name to Benny Evangelist, which would be the name that he would be remembered by in history. 
Revered by locals as a mystic and healer, Benny Evangelist was the leader of a proposed cult in Detroit, which incorporated teachings from different religions, as well as the use of magic and herbal remedies. The Evangelist family received as much as $10 per reading that Benny conducted for his followers, and what many today would consider to be unorthodox methods of healing the mentally and physically challenged. And being in 1929, $10 would have been considered quite a lot of money in today's currency. So keep that in mind when considering why or who might want to cause Benny harm, especially if they believed his work was all a scam. Reportedly, in 1906, Benny Evangelist claimed he had begun receiving visions and perceived messages from God. Evangelist then went on to publish a four-volume Bible that he called The Oldest History of the World, Discovered by Occult Science. In his book, Benny described himself as a prophet. It was reported that Evangelist also referred to his written Bible as The Sun, as he wholeheartedly believed it would shed light on the world and bring forth healing and truth to all who cared to listen to him. Within his basement, Evangelist constructed a sort of spiritual sanctuary consisting of wax dolls and figurines hung by wires from the ceiling, which depicted celestial planets. The basement would then be used as his church, in which he would conduct his teachings and proposed healings. Because of the high price tag on his healing sessions, Evangelist had quickly accumulated a long list of enemies mostly individuals who believed they were being ripped off by his healings and believed that his entire work was a sham. Some individuals even reportedly claimed that he overcharged them for things like love potions, promises for cures, and that he would never deliver on what he had said that he would, which contradicted his teachings that led people to believe he would fully heal them or bring them what they desired. The night before the murders took place, on July 2, 1929, Benny Evangelist reportedly had made a call to the watchman of a house that was being demolished nearby. Evangelist had told the watchman that he had purchased all of the salvageable lumber from the wreck, since he was a carpenter as his day job, and he wanted to arrange for the wood to be picked up and then delivered to his home. The plan was that Evangelist would meet the delivery man of the lumber truck the next morning to pay for the wood. As fate would have it, though, Evangelist and his family were brutally murdered later that night, and the delivery man who was supposed to drop off the lumber was reported as a no-show. Evangelist had planned to have the money to pay for the lumber on July 3rd, but no cash was found in the home following the murder. This led many to speculate that the lumber delivery man could be a potential suspect in the axe murders, and that he had possibly killed the family as a means to run off with their money and then to sell the wood elsewhere, an act of greed. Others theorized that the family was brutally murdered by angry clients or even cult members of Evangelist. The list honestly goes on as the possible suspects and who could have carried out such a heinous crime. It said that there was never enough evidence to determine who the killer or killers were, so this case is unfortunately still unsolved, even almost a century later. Although the massacre is still unsolved and heavily debated, many presume the lumber delivery man or the watchman for the demolished house 
had a play in the murders. It can't be proven though due to the lack of evidence and that forensics was basically unknown back then. So the unfortunate murders may very well remain a mystery for many more years to come. So that was the devastating and still unsolved case of the Evangelist Family Massacre. I know it was short, but let me know your thoughts on this case and if you think Benny Evangelist's involvement in occultism had any play in him or his family's murders. Or if you think it could have been a robbery by the delivery man that went horribly wrong. The world may never truly know what occurred on that fateful night. Regardless of how Evangelist made his money and got his name known, no one deserves such a horrific fate. If you have any questions or suggestions regarding this case or any others that I've covered, feel free to contact me at roguedarknesspod at gmail.com. You can also reach me directly on Instagram or Twitter at rogue underscore darkness. I'm always interested in hearing your thoughts on cases I've covered, as well as hear any suggestions you may have for future ones. All the links to the articles I use and reference in my episodes, as well as all my socials and contact information, are all down below for your reference. And if you like what you hear on Rogue Darkness, definitely please consider sharing this podcast with your family and friends, and also by leaving a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever else you can leave a review. It's a great way to help the show out and to get it more noticed. And as always mentioned, I do have a Ko-fi page set up, so if you ever want to check it out or to submit a donation to help the show keep going, the link is down below in the description for reference. Any support on there is always greatly appreciated, but know that it's never expected. And with that said, that concludes this week's episode of Rogue Darkness. The darkness is all around us, and I can confidently say that reality truly is more terrifying than fiction. Until next time. Are you a practicing witch or looking to delve into the world of witchcraft a bit deeper? Look no further than Once Upon a Spell. At onceuponaspell.com, you'll have immediate access to a wide variety of witchcraft supplies to cater to all of your witchy needs. From spell candles and crystals, altar essentials and home decor, and even subscription boxes and clothing, Once Upon a Spell has everything you could ever need to find your path and to perfect your craft. Their shop is available worldwide, so regardless of where you're located, you can still have their amazing products right at your fingertips. It's honestly such an amazing site and brand, and I highly recommend you give them a look. You can check out their site through the link down in the description box, and be sure to use code REP10 to get 10% off your entire purchase. Again, that code is REP10, R-E-P-1-0. As above, so below. Once Upon a Spell is your sacred abode.
Oh, hi. If you're looking for another spooky and funny podcast to add to your rotation, check out Anything Bones, now part of the Podmoth Network. Hey, Boneheads, I'm Sophie Schwartz. And I'm Caitlin Hart. And we're the hosts of Anything Bones, the podcast where we talk about bones and bone-related topics. Soph, what are bone-related topics? Thank you for asking, Caitlin. This can be anything from mausoleums to murderers, famous skeletons to cadaver dogs, bone churches, mummies, serial killers. You'll hear about them all. And sometimes we have guests stop by and tell us their favorite bony tales. Check out Anything Bones on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or wherever your little heart desires. We release new episodes every Saturday. Bone Voyage! Bon voyage.